So if we're going for a family-friendly episode here, the one that's suitable for all the kids and, and the mums and dads. Yeah. Um, and the cats. Probably... The many cats. Yeah, and, 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 and the cats. And any, anyone, in fact. And we should probably get around to setting some guidelines. Am I allowed to say bum? I'm going to have to say bum. That's going to be an access need on my part. Okay, good. Can I say willies? I think willies, as long as you're referring to multiple men named William. Okay. Can I say butt? Only when interjecting. For example, I think this is a really good argument. Smell my butt! That's, <laughs> that's you interjecting using the word butt. You see. Oh, okay. Can I say John Goodman? No. Welcome to One Good Thing, a podcast that's been flying over the same patch of grass day after day, month after month, for years. I'm I'm Paul Salt, and everything's fine. I'm family favourite Paul Goodman. Yes, and today it's our first ever kids film. What's that about the Emoji Movie? Never mind, kids film. Well, by kids film, it's a family-friendly episode for families. Yes, it's our first family-friendly episode with no swearing, adult themes, or nudity. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, no nudity from now on. It's also the beginning of our next Recommendations Month. This film was recommended by my little brother, Alfie Goodman. He's eight years old and he wanted to listen to our podcast so badly that we (laughs) had to make a concerted effort not to say anything rude that that wouldn't damage him for years to come. Hi, Alfie. Give us a wave. Hi, Alfie. He's a cute lad. I wish your brother and his friend were better people, but they're not. (laughs) So we shall, but we'll try to pretend to be them for a bit. For you. (laughs) Positive role models. In the only way I know how, intermittently. You don't have to be vulgar or consistent to be funny, as we shall now see. Now, we shall be discussing planes! For the first time, we have a crop duster in the race. Well, he's gonna die. Dusty, you're going up against the best racers in the world. I'm afraid of heights. That airplane needs some help, y'all know that, right? Yeah! Disney's 2013 Cars spin-off that was originally planned to go direct to video, but was hastily mm. flown into cinemas in 3D. It's coming right at you! Oh! Holy- Ah! No! <laughs> That's one for the kids. I got a plane up me! <laughs> now, the writers were very keen that this movie not be too similar to Cars. You know, the movie about a scrappy underdog who takes part in a race against an egomaniacal cheater with the help of a folksy group of misfits, including a slightly unintelligent truck and an older vehicle with a, tr- a secret tragic past. Mustn't be like that. No, they managed it. It was fine. If you look at cars and planes, there's only two letters in common. Oh, yeah. So, totally different film. And there are four letters in cars, and in planes, there are at least eight. At least. Spell it out, kids. You know it's true. Depends what part of the country you come from. With your diphthongs. <laughs> I mean, it would presumably still be spelt the same. Nope, regional spelling is being introduced. The word, the letter T is being sc- screwed off of every single keyboard in Yorkshire. Alfie can attest to this. It's ph- phonetic learning nowadays. <laughs> you spell it the way you say it. It's better for everyone. Nobody understands each other. We're all gradually becoming more insular. And I, for one, appreciate it. I condone it and endorse it and enforce it. <laughs> in your own secret ways. <laughs> more of this sort of thing. You protest. What a rubbish protest that would be. Carry on. I'd like to say you're doing very well. Can I just say, everyone here at this protest, I for one think they're actually doing a pretty good job. (laughs) We're just looking at him like, (laughs) why why are you here? Your sign is a bit much. (laughs) And you really are on fire quite a bit. Everyone. Let's just call it a day. Oh, but I'll tell you who's not going to call it a day. That's the critics. Oh, the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes on Planes is that Planes has enough bright colours, goofy voices, and slick animation to distract some young viewers for 92 minutes. It's only 90 minutes long, so it's going to keep them baffled for a couple of minutes afterwards. <laughs> blinking um, in the darkness. <laughs> and probably sell plenty of toys in the bargain. But on nearly every other level, it's a Disney disappointment. It's nothing oh. worse than a Disney disappointment. One time Goofy said he'd help me move. They just didn't. Yeah, but did you just offer him meat pies again in payment? <laughs> That's what Goofy takes. Give him money, he'll just be on the meat pies. Well, he's you know he he says that he's like, well, I'm just I'm just Goofy. Nobody likes me, meat uh-huh. pie Goofy. And that, but really, he just he wants salad. It's you're enabling him at this stage. <laughs> I feel like we should let Goofy decide what Goofy wants. Jordan Hoffman at New York Daily News says the jokes in planes are runway flat. Oh, oh, and the parents will 
and the parents will likely reach for the air sickness bag. <laughs> oh, I guess the quality what? of the film is still in is still in baggage check, like down the, the little runway. The, the the movie had its intelligence taken away by security because it was because it was over a <laughs> yeah. hundred milliliters. Mm. Yeah. You, you see, Alfie, what, uh, the, the funny thing about this joke was that the critics, when they say a film is bad, they say things about the film to make it sound bad. And what we were doing there was was that as well. Are you going to explain all of my incredibly dry humour to a child? <laughs> this is going to take all day. You see, when Paul says that, he actually means the opposite of it. You can tell by the way he's saying it. It was a one-off joke because I do have lunch plans. <laughs> Anyway, here's a list of things that you're not allowed to take on a plane that I found out because of that joke. Hiking poles. Sporting rackets and sticks. There's no croquet on a mm. on an international flight. Yeah. Harpoons and spear guns. Okay. Oh, what? <laughs> There's a whale in the third row who's just like, ooh, phew. Bows and crossbows. What if the British attack? <laughs> Chinese lanterns. Seems a bit unnecessary to specify Chinese. Are the lanterns okay? <laughs> Maybe it's their ability to rise into the sky that... Makes it a health hazard. <laughs> it makes the pilots jealous. If only we could be so elegant. And camping stoves and fuel containers if you haven't had prior approval. Now look, mm. are you going to set a fire on this plane? No. Are you? No. Okay. You can have it then. I am really. Oh, oh. I already gave you approval. Yeah, I've already given it to you and you've walked off with the stove, with the barbecue set. <laughs> it's already on fire, but we really must, <laughs> must tighten these rules, Barry. <laughs> Barry Airportman. <laughs> but some liked it. Peter Hartlaub over at the uh, San Francisco Chronicle said many will enter theatres thinking this is a Pixar film with the raised expectations that accompany that mistake. But even cynical animation fans will see this quality here. After a little turbulence, Planes comes in for a nice landing. Oh, uh, that's nice. Probably because there's a certain amount of automation involved in the landing process. <laughs> the correct pilot error? <laughs> Yeah, that that'll keep it in. It's not a joke. It's just it's just factual. That's how planes go. Something I learned. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the idea of cynical animation fans. That's a subset of society that I really want to be a part of. Woo, let it go. Whatever. <laughs> it's all very well for you, Elsa, but how am I supposed to let it go? I'm being attacked by a bear right now. <laughs> the animation fans curse. <laughs> it happens to all of them eventually. It's like it follows. Ah, oh. Alfie, you're gonna have to wait for. That. <laughs> The intended audience seems to have enjoyed it well enough, though. Rui on mm. Amazon said, My little kid, brackets 2.5 years old, 0.5. I feel like there's some editorializing from the little kid there. <laughs> My two-year-old, no! Embarrass me in front of the internet. <laughs> Not the internet! That's so kind! Think of my think of my honour. Uh, my little kid is into planes at this age, and so I decided to oh. give it a go. I mean, it makes sense. I can see what you've done there. Yeah. The logical leap you've made. Since he never managed to sit down and watch a full movie with me. I was surprised he stayed on the sofa throughout the movie. With occasional moments, he was playing with his own planes. Wasn't paying attention then, was he? That's really not the aim. <laughs> Get it off him. Start the film again. And this time we're going to do it properly. Ask him about the themes. <laughs> By the end, he was babbling about Dusty, the main character. So I guess he enjoyed it. Which my standards for enjoying <laughs> a film were similar to that. I stayed on the sofa throughout. <laughs> And by the end, I was saying something about the main character. God knows what. <laughs> something incomprehensible. You must have loved it. Biggest fan. Five stars. Cool salt. <laughs> oh, you can't please everyone, though. No? Oh? Nathan and Suli over at Amazon said very poor. I have revived the DVD... Sorry. I... Why didn't I correct the spelling mistakes? Why did I leave them in? <laughs> <laughs> nope, gotta have that intact. I have received the DVD on time. The cover is planes, but with a scary kind of DVD inside. I'm very disappointed and planning on returning it. And he's submitted a picture of the box. Mm -hmm. And it does appear to be a copy of Planes. And inside of it, it's a copy of Jim Carrey's How Does Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. That's a scary kind of DVD. That is terrifying. <laughs> Alfie, mate, imagine, cover your ears. Imagine you've got a lovely copy of Planes. Yeah. Right? You think, mm. oh, great, I'm in for a plane adventure. Aww. A plane plane adventure. And you open the box. Ah, it's Grinch. Ooh, with his... He's come to steal my plane. With his nefarious ways. <laughs> it's Jim Carrey's The Grinch with his overacting. Ah! Not for kids. It's not for kids. Ron Howard did not make that movie for kids. It's like Apollo 13. Now, the film has 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, 39% on Metacritic, and 5.7 mm. on IMDb, indicating generally that people didn't like it all that much. Yeah. Now, we do have a three-man. <gasps> Carlos Alazraki. Okay. Here plays El Chupacabra. Does he now? 
the Mexican plane, but he has also provided additional voices in the Emoji movie. Which it seems like they had an awful lot of additional voices in that movie, because I'm sure mm. we've had a three-man out of it before. I would hope so. I believe we have. He played a guy named Tattoo in Pixels. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know he who might that be, is. might have been one of Peter Dinklage's cool friends. <laughs> one of his posse. Mm. Well, what a slurry of bad choices. Yeah, he does have enough integrity to go uncredited in Pixels, but not un- uncredited enough for the ball boys. <laughs> We don't count that. We'll find you. Oh, free to a man. Free in a bush. Free. Free. John Goodman. Ah, uh, Val Kilmer is a foreman. May his name live on in infamy. Oh. So, Paul, you lousy crop duster. Hello, mums and dads, boys and girls. What's one thing about this movie that made it worthy of a cape swish? I would say the merch in film was some of the best merchandise I've ever seen. Ooh. Chug's dusty crop upper mug is way better than anything Disney probably brought out to promote the film planes like that mug and i like the idea f- of a mug that moves when you put hot liquid in it such a good mug oh god well that sounds like a spinning mug full of tea <laughs> what sort of thing happens in planes we are presented with strut jet stream he's he's racing against two <laughs> air force type jets yeah the, the jets start talking and i panic a little because it's quite frightening the first time it happens because they look like actual just planes like kind of cgi obviously but fairly <laughs> believable looking planes so when they You're start in our talking, airspace, son. Ah! get your butt back to where you came from. I'm going <laughs> to shoot you out the sky. But no, he's a he's a racing plane. And they decide to race like mates would. Like your yeah. mates back back in the day. And they say, last one to the farm over there is an idiot. And I hate <laughs> them. Good old times. He, he's winning and then he's brought out of his reverie. Oh, it's a dream. Oh, it's a dream or possibly a psychotic break. We're not yeah. sure yet. Let's see what kind of movie this is. He's just a, a lowly crop duster. And his name's Dusty Crop Hopper, which is rubbing salt in the wound, really. Um, <laughs> Dusty, and- just a plain, never going to race crop hopper. <laughs> Planes don't have middle names. I don't know why you gave me this. Well, you'll see. <laughs> Dusty, total loser cross- crop hopper. <laughs> Dad, why did you christen me this? <laughs> I just thought it'd be helpful to have realistic expectations. You idiot. So, yeah, they, they, I mean, they certainly nurture him in a way by m- making him nurture all the plants that he's dusting with his horrible in- insecticide. With his sprayer. Or fertilizer. I don't know how sprayers <laughs> work. It was antibiotics to make them grow faster. <laughs> he works for Monsanto. <laughs> and he does a quick barrel roll to ch- chase a couple of refugees yeah. down out of, a, out of a farm. <laughs> By stra- strafing the ground, and then now he comes let's back. explain the context of that joke. <laughs> we get one each. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's racing about the place until part of him explodes. Which, if this is, if you're taking this as like, I don't know, an analogy or like a, a metaphor for um, just a regular sports movie, the idea of racing really hard until a bit of you explodes <laughs> is um, probably the end of the movie. <laughs> it's the Maradona way. Oh, they got me kidneys again. <laughs> you it's you right. win in a sense. We'll get you fixed up. It's a good message for kids. Um, but he, yeah, he, he's told he wants to be a racer, but his granddad or just the old dude who employs him on the, the I want to say crop hopping, <laughs> but the crop dusting farm. Yeah. Because um, they are Crab planes hopping. and they don't eat food. So mm. ostensibly, it's just a place to dust things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wondered, actually, if it was a bit clever that maybe uh, they cultivate manure, which is then used for fuel. Ooh. Or they just eat carrots now and then. I don't know. It could be either. It could be both. I know you can grow fuel because they did it in that episode of Top Gear. Now, Top Gear, we should explain for any younglings watching, is an (laughs) awful thing that you shouldn't have to worry about in any way whatsoever. Moving on. (laughs) Like taxes. Taxes and Top Gear are what's waiting for you when you get older. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry we created this world for you. Speaking of creating a horrible, nightmarish world, do you reckon they eat the manure? And get fuel from that. I assume so. So they're all a bunch of manure-eating planes. Every single one of them. And, and Dusty's basically told to know his place. There's nothing wrong with being a, a crop duster. And he's also told by his best friend, the sort of weird forklift lady, yeah. Um, yeah. that, um, look, if you carry on doing this and keep racing, you are going to end up completely destroying yourself, and I'm not going to watch it happen. Will you help me do it, though? Yes. Yes. I mean, I am Terry Hatcher. <laughs> I'm unpredictable like that. It's me and Superman. After this, this is not this is nothing. He decides he does he does want to race with the help of yeah. his buddy, his um truck buddy, voiced by yeah. the guy who was one of the fat ghosts in Casper. Use the new call sign. Right, right, right. This is a uh, Strut Jetstream calling Turbo Coach Truckzilla. Ready for practice? You bet, you Strut. <laughs> Unbelievably tall man, tall man. What's his face? Garrett. Uh, Something. Garrett. Yes. 
Pat Garrett and Garrett, the kid. Garrett from Garrett. Garrett Headland. Now, Alfie, you've got a lot of work to do to understand the layers of this joke. I'm going to need you to raise your game, son. To finally realise that it wasn't actually a joke. It was just the two of us saying the first things that came to our heads. <laughs> but you've got to do the work to get there. So, Garrett Band. When I see you next, you better be hitting the old <laughs> film books. <laughs> He needs a coach to teach him how to race. Yeah. So why not ask the terrifying ex-military plane who who hates everyone? He seems like a likely mm. likely sort. He's going to know. He's Think gonna of know all the teaching. <laughs> he hasn't taught a single person yet. Think of all that teaching that he's got bottled up. <laughs> just, he's just ready to vomit onto everybody. <laughs> just waiting for someone to break into his house and change his life for the better. <laughs> you just got to avoid his gunshots because he will shoot at you. Enter Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> That's how every situation ends eventually. And he he tries to use his lovely lovely niceness to yeah. convince Skipper, the old fighting plane, to fighting teach him. Plane. And he says, "No, I may shoot you. You've shot down fifty planes. Want to make it fifty-one? Why? Is there an enemy plane never? Oh, you meant me. Oh, me, Dane Cook. <laughs> Dane Cook plane. I'm a nice plane. I Ooh. understand anyway." Oh, better go away then. You're weird and mean. <laughs> I'm going to try racing without you. And he does. Yeah. He goes to an event. Where it's introduced with ladies and gentle planes. And it's like, that seems lame. I feel like you could... Do ladies not get a... Yeah. Denotation. Let's see if the Pauls can think of one. Lay. But I mean, to be fair, gentle planes <laughs> isn't a pun, really. No, it's not. That's It, it's, it doesn't just... rhyme with men. So you could you could just say... Planes. Planes. <laughs> planes. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, yeah. planes. A bunch of planes. Planes and planes. Welcome, planes and other planes. <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell any of you apart. I think at this stage, Cropsy Duster Boy takes part in what looks like the terrible tutorial level in any video game. Fly yeah. through the rings. Ugh. Can I just play <laughs> it? I've paid a lot of money for this. Time trials, everyone. Your favourite <laughs> bit of Gran Turismo. Oh, you missed one. You have to circle around and get that ring before you can go on to the next one. Can I just start again? No. Oh. Wait for the time to run out. Oh. But he's got to do well. He's got to prove himself because yeah. as, he, as he entered and everybody realised that he was a, a lowly crop duster everyone laughed at him yeah. they were like he can't fly the planes like us we're the best planes and you're a bad plane go back to the fields farm boy there's a lot of sort of layered yeah the classist sort of stuff in here which is, it's which is really charged. great got me interested he he comes in fifth and everyone kind of goes ah well huh. you did good kid <laughs> well done you're not such a loser after all that we thought you were oh, oh thanks yeah. oh, well. i appreciate you saying that yeah back to the farm farm boy farm face <laughs> Farm face, I love you. What? Nothing. <laughs> Go. Go away. One day, we shall have our time. Farms suck! <laughs> I hate farms and everyone on it. I, you've got the most beautiful <laughs> eyes I've ever seen. Go back to your farm! You're confusing. I'm glad you're not going to be in the rest of the movie. Because, yeah, the Fonzarelli cheated. He had some sort of turbo booster, which was... <laughs> he was just uh, using he was... drugs of some sort yeah. in order to help him move quick. Look, you've got to learn at a young age that illegal substances, like special fuels, it's just not on. He's only cheating himself. <laughs> and everyone else <laughs> and also yeah the the world but he was disqualified which means that dusty crop hopper who goes who go who went by the name in the time trials as strut jet stream which is yeah. a, a good a good sort of I, I'm, I'm gonna say it paul it's a it's a good it's a good you know like name for kissing <laughs> oh uh, it's a pretty <laughs> kissy sort of name isn't it it is so i've written the note in here and i don't know what it pertains to how long were you in earshot? Wait, do planes have ears? <laughs> I think that is totally pertinent to this idea of a kissy sort of plane name. <laughs> Where'd you kiss him? In between the ears? Could be anywhere. <laughs> I heard it with my kisses. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the Fonzarelli, hey, he's out because he was he was a drug he was a drug user and drugs are bad kids. And yeah. Dusty Crop Hopper gets to be in the race. He does around the and world. The ex-military plane who hates everyone is going to come and help. Yeah. Is he smiling? It's hard to tell with his mouth plastered on the underside of his fuselage like that. Then again, yeah. people say the same about me. <laughs> he says something really pretentious to the kid. He says, um, in the core, we believe that you fly for truth. And I love oh, yeah. that. You fly for truth. Beauty is everywhere. Spin into the meaning. <laughs> oh, Icarus. It's, it's Terence Malick's planes. Don't do a fart flight. It's beautiful stuff. In the army. He flies away from town and, and we get a shot that reveals that tractors are cows. Are uh, they eating yeah. tractors? Yeah. But were they pink? Because I wrote down pig tractors. Uh, were they mood? Oh. Pig, pigs also moo. Pigs also moo, Alfie. <laughs> this is an important life lesson. They Look, don't got... tell you in school. Fisher Price has been lying to you. <laughs> it's all a conspiracy. Cow goes moo. No! <laughs> That's what they want you to believe. When he arrives, 
<laughs> when he arrives at the um, race thing, uh, yeah. they say, you know, you'd ride a lot faster if you got rid of that thingy between your legs. And he doesn't go for that for some reason. Yeah, weird, weird that. Yeah, his sprayer. The thing he's got for spraying things. Yeah, his well, that's his job. Doesn't want to go, not be able to go back that's to his true. job of yeah, probably an crop hopping. Concern. Yeah, yeah. You got to think about the future. You can't just be a, a Johnny Flyboy, <laughs> Look, a Johnny might... Razboy, a Razzy Flyboy, a Razzy Flyplane. He's a doe-eyed dreamer, but you know, you gotta have a day job. You can go go back to. All oh, I'm mate, saying is, have a sprayer. If you're gonna be a musician, great, but don't cut your hands off because you yeah. might need to. You might need to use a keyboard sometime. Wait, did you cut off your 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 hands? <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think? How do you think a guitar works? <laughs> I don't know. I've not played one. I don't feel you've given this enough thought in any sense. <laughs> what was the gentle rap? I've got that it's time gentle. for a gentle rap. He, I think he flies into New York and there's like a uh huh yeah, <laughs> yeah stay safe <laughs> out there. Oh, look after your mum and dad. He pulls into the mm. beginning of the race and everyone's still very much of the opinion that he's a lowly smelly farty plane boy. Yes, which he and, is. Yeah, which he totally is. And, is he, and he looks dumb. It's weird that he entered the race under that name. Well, somebody took Strut Jetstream and he just really didn't want to go for Dusty Crop Hopper. He like, well, stinky fighty smelly plane boy. Mr. Potato Head tells him to go back to Jersey. <laughs> go back to Jersey, you bum. Uh, but then Ham tells him uh, where we should go. The pit? Oh, yeah, that's easy. You want to go down this way towards the fire station. So it's a good thing there are so many side characters from Toy Story here to point out the places he should go. John Cleese tells him to only look out for himself. Look, I don't know how things work in the backwater from which you hail, matey, but this is a competition. Every playing for himself. And then what's his face? Ripslinger, the coolest, <laughs> most winningest plane on earth, yeah. says, well, it's nice to have you here, but, you know, well, nice because you're going to die in a fiery flame of explosion. That's not the yeah. phrase. And <laughs> then I get to be really sad about it and everyone will love me. Ripslinger even more. Crusty Ripslinger, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like the hero guy, right? Who's going to win yeah. the race. And he's everyone always... loves him. Always thinks a lot of himself, does that bloke. He's brave, but foolhardy, I'd say. Do you say. know what? I don't think he, sh- he should win. I don't want him to win, personally. But he's the winner. He's easily the best plane there. Mm, I know, but I don't like... I don't like... I don't like him. Well, exp- you explain yourself later. <laughs> anyway. We're going to get into this. Yeah, he, he meets a whole bunch of other people, including El Chupacabra, who yeah. immediately falls in love with... Now, in your version, this is Rochelle. <laughs> yes, uh, this is Rochelle, the French-Canadian plane. Oui. Good luck tomorrow, Dusty. I'm so proud to compete with you. Played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Off of Seinfeld, yes. Yes, and for me... It's Rochelle, the Australian plane, played by an Australian woman. <laughs> Too right. Good luck tomorrow, Dusty. I am so proud to compete with you. Played it doesn't by... seem to be credited. <laughs> Off of Seinfeldingo. Sino. Sino. <laughs> all right, Sino, what are you up to this week? <laughs> uh, what is the deal with all of these koalas? <laughs> oh, classic Seinfeld. Sino. Sino. <laughs> Sino's brilliant. So, so but he, it doesn't really matter where she's from, and I think we can all agree what matters is what you need to do is never leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, he's he's attracted to her, so I guess that's her problem now. And ours, if you think about it for just a second. That's a subplot. That just that just happens now for that's the rest of the That's going to carry film. on. Yeah, eventually yeah. he's going to wear her down. He sings a song, and it's a bad, <laughs> loud song. And yeah. Dan Cook comes in and goes, don't do that. Just try this one instead. And he sings a soft song, and that's what wins <laughs> a heart, not... Yeah. Any of the right things. <laughs> not not trying to win her heart. Not being himself or anything like that, you know. The, 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 <laughs> or taking no what, for an what the message needed to be. At this stage, I think he gets the advice look, it's not speed that wins races, it's skill and speed. <laughs> Do you know what? Try to be both. Oh. And um, cut off your sprayer, and he finally does. Because he kind of he, he has a race and he's doing all right, and then yeah. John Cleese gets some oil in his eyes, in his plain eyes. And <laughs> uh, how does that work? Yeah. yeah. And then. It, he, he's about to crash land and Dusty Crop Cook comes in and guides him to safety, which is also the finish line. They come joint last, but he wins the hearts and minds of John Cleese. He's, men- he's many hearts and minds. <laughs> um, he's a horrible being, is John Cleese. He's like a hive mind. <laughs> He's like, a, yeah, he's, he's like a nest of bees. <laughs> well, if you realise that his later film roles are all just sort of ADR or animated <laughs> roles. In Pluto Nash, he's contained within the yeah. AI box of a car. And in this, he's contained within the sort of conceptual plane of the animated film planes. You can't have him <laughs> in, his, in his physical body anymore because he just he starts to bleed into others. And... <laughs> because he's just bees. He's just several bees. 
You're John Bleas. John Bees. Bleas. Hello. This is great. Oh, God. He agrees to take the thing between his legs off. Yeah. Um, oh, I hope this is reversible, he says. I don't know why. Um, yeah. does, this, does this have any repercussions for, for that joke? No. No. It just makes it better. doesn't actually have any repercussions whatsoever. The the Indian plane says, tell you what, mate, you're... Oh, he's scared of heights, basically. This, oh, this yeah. Is also oh, yeah, that's thing. the whole thing this, of the this, movie. This, this, this <laughs> was like the only... Adver- this is the adversity that he has in the film. This yeah. is the thing that he can't do. He can't fly high because he stalls in a kind of... And he kind of faints. He swoons and goes back down with his proverbial plane tail between his plane legs. And... <laughs> During this one, it's high because, you know, India's pretty high. We all know this. There's a lot of mountains. So rather than do that, he should fly. He's told that he should fly through, like, follow the train tracks. Yeah. And uh, he does this and he finds himself face to face with a train, like a tunnel going through a mountain. And he decides to go through. Mm. Only only just not exploding in a ball of flames by smashing, (laughs) by not smashing into a train at the last second. Yeah. He, he does well. He does momentarily think that he has died. Yes. Which is uh, which is good fun because it really was shot that way. Yeah. Just prior to that, we are told that tractors are sacred in this country. Seriously, are planes eating tractors elsewhere? I mean, so what's going on? They must be cows then. I mean, yeah, they are because it's India, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah. So people eating tractors? I c- Dusty eating a tractor? Pla- planes eat tractors, yeah. So is play is, is so is Dusty being a friend friends with Chuck? Is that like the cognitive dissonance of having a pet dog, and then and then and then <laughs> being like eating beef is fine? <laughs> I guess so. Having survived the train thing, he realizes that Indian planes set him up. Yeah, in order to get a shiny new propeller. Yeah, from Ripslinger. Oh, Ripslinger again. Oh God, and he's eating a tractor as he's as he's sort of in the background, <laughs> whole. <laughs> awful then they go for a race across the arctic and they sabotage him they knock off his um radar so that he won't be able to figure out which way to go yeah so he gets lost and doesn't manage to get to hawaii and gets rescued by a couple of international army planes yeah who um take him back to their boat which is alive i think it has a mouth i did yeah i saw small eyes and a big mouth yeah i I initially (laughs) went am i in this and then realized that i don't (laughs) I didn't sign any release form, so it must have been an animated boat. <laughs> it must have been a literal anima- um, animated boat, your spirit <laughs> animal. <laughs> I was wondering if he was going to have lines. I am boat. <laughs> Ow. Land inside of me. <laughs> I will carry you to safety. Tired boat. <laughs> Please let boat go. <laughs> no agree. <laughs> Born here. Boat never sleep. <laughs> Born prisoner. <laughs> Born a slave. <laughs> so it's a confusing concept because we also see his mates from back home getting onto a plane. Mm. Planes. <laughs> getting onto a plane. <laughs> What's going on? Look, <laughs> if planes can eat tractors, <laughs> planes can also ride other planes. It's, it's like getting a piggyback from an enormous <laughs> monster. Um, I hear you're going to um, Geneva for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm going to get a piggyback from my mate. <laughs> He's going to walk... Plane gonna... slave! <laughs> no like Geneva! <laughs> Landlocked presents problems for boat. <laughs> Plane born on ground, not in clouds. <laughs> Why boat never on ground? <laughs> Kill boat! <laughs> <laughs> Boat is son. <laughs> we we pick up with the story of Dusty Cropper, who is now suspecting various people of not liking him very much. Yeah. Oh yes, and, that's right. His and, um his military mentor who hates everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually lied to him. It turns out he only flew a single mission. He only flew for one truth. Yep, only one. And he gets back to uh, base where um all of his friends now are, and announcer yeah. says, "I'm sorry, you're out of the race. I guess that's your dreams of winning this race all over." Yeah, never mind that. You lied about your military record. How dare you? Now I've never been in the military, and I don't understand anything about it or what it's like. But I don't see any reason why you should have lied about being in the actual army. I mean, all you did was lose all of your crew (laughs) in a horrible suicide mission. (laughs) In a graphic, horrible scene. Yeah, in an eerily realistic war scene (laughs) for kids. Let's do it, Skipper. Yeah, come on. All right, let's go in for a closer look. Get out of there, Lucas. 
what right does that give you, <laughs> only one-time war hero, to say that you you flew in the army? <laughs> Talking about all these battles in the third person mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> to me, an idiot. <laughs> He's lost his respect for his old mentor of five minutes. And um, he, he goes off to, well... Guess I'm not in the race anymore. Oh, I am, because everybody likes me because I was I was so nice to people. Yeah. I, I stopped John Cleese from dying, we've, to be fair. We've all got some parts help. to help you out. I've bought you some fairy yeah. dice. Oh, that's not, I mean, that's not going to really help me. I bought you some yeah. beads for your inter- interior seat. I'm not sure I still have an interior seat, but thanks. I brought you a Go Faster Stripe. <laughs> <sighs> I brought you several bricks. I'm going to leave those here. <laughs> These are all for the pool room. Um, the, the the these are great, and I'm really glad I made friends with you guys. Just do you? Does anyone else have anything? And then the other characters from the film come in. <laughs> the and actual say, oh, characters no, actually... from the film. I don't know who those guys were. <laughs> Get out of here. They were they were tractors with uh, wings taped to them. The main characters like... from the film come in and consume them whole, and then proceed <laughs> with the actual scene. <laughs> oh, I'll give <laughs> here's on, here's my gift. I'll, I'll give you my go faster stripe. It's really good for movement. <laughs> Did you just say movement? No, I said movement. Move. 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 Macau. Move. Macau. I'm a cow. Move. I'm a cow. Movement. Movement. See? I'm going to keep an eye on you. Are you working for Ripslinger? <laughs> All the cows are working for Ripslinger. Because he eats no them and commands their respect. Just like I do cows. You'll see. <laughs> just like I do real cows in real life. <laughs> You'll see when I ride into town on my army of cows. If <laughs> <laughs> we saunter, if we saunter into town, me waddling as I try to stride one of them. Oh no! They they can be quite nippy when they're into it. <laughs> he gets all of the parts that have been brought to him grafted onto him, and it occurs to me that this is essentially about a move about a movie about an athlete undergoing life changing surgery yeah. in order to win a race. <laughs> yeah, he is Theseus's shit. He, I was about he's to triggers, make that joke. His triggers broom. <laughs> He's very much a plane of Theseus. <laughs> Skipper gets over his lifelong PTSD because he imagined he'd, he imagined he'd need to. He didn't even know there was a problem <laughs> he might be useful for. He just yeah. thought, eh, you know what? I might come in handy for a Han Solo <laughs> moment later on. So I guess I'm fine now. And he does. He does. He does. Because in the final flight, yeah. Ripslinger and his two yeah. goons, Wingus and Dingus, <laughs> Crab and Goyle, uh, Reeves and Mortimer, they're coming, they're coming for him and they, they knock him about a bit. They rough him up and uh, they dent his chassis. Yeah. Obviously, I know it's chassis, but it's a joke. But I, I realised that as I said chassis, that people would just think he's an idiot. <laughs> they wasn't having that. Doesn't even know what sh- chassis is. Look, Alfie, I know you haven't listened to many episodes of this podcast, but my reputation is just impeccable. <laughs> you think that if it was that good, I wouldn't have to work hard to maintain it, but I do. It, some people do, all right? It's really hanging on. Some people, my perfect record is hanging by a thread. Some people are only geniuses because they prove it all the time. <laughs> You'll learn that as you get into a big school. So, yeah, and but then Skipper comes in and he fights off. He yeah. says, I'll take, I'll take Ripslinger, your real enemy. You can deal with the idiots over here. Ah, oh, brilliant. Cool, thanks. <laughs> Dusty then gets over his lifelong fear of heights because he needs to, and that's how fear works. Yeah. When you need um, to, you'll just be fine. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty has been, has been horrifically de- defaced to now be like a weird little truck thing. <laughs> that was upsetting. I don't know why. There was something really wrong about that. <laughs> you finally did it. Damn you! <laughs> Why? Cars! Get your windshield wipers off me, you damn dirty car! <laughs> he just about wins the race thanks to a little bit of advice from his Garrett Headland. <laughs> yeah, and does Chug cheat and ask uh, Ripslinger to pose for. Pose for the cameras as he's crossing the finish line. I, I think he just observes that that's a thing he always does. He he, he does do it because he is he is a narcissist. Um, yeah. Watch out for those, Alfie. And <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, he so he he loses and Dusty McPlain wins. <laughs> Dusty Trash Boy yeah. wins the race, <laughs> and now they're all gonna celebrate by joining the army. It seems. <laughs> Army for everyone. <laughs> What's that about you causing several horrible deaths through a really poor decision? Ah, now you're in the army. I, w- I would like to think that it's merely honorary, and this is the best way of helping Skipper out by help <laughs> by making him revisit his past traumas. Best thing for him. It's it's, it's immersion therapy, right? It, <laughs> it works when done bluntly. In enemy fire. <laughs> 
And because this is a, a Disney Pixar film, everyone probably does a dance. <laughs> and then it's the end. Yeah, total end. Total obliteration of that story. <laughs> but which I mean the end. <laughs> that movie got absolutely wiped out, by which I mean it finished after its runtime. So, Paul, what did you think of Planes? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad because... I'm glad that it wasn't truly awful because I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to crush Alfie's dreams. I was he, hoping, he likes, you know, for truly awful, <laughs> <laughs> so we could properly get into. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why you're wrong. Why just liking your film is bad. Yeah, <laughs> we've never done Disney before. We've never done something so yeah. like mainstream, family friendly like that. So I guess I was curious yeah. because most of the stuff we watch that we really dislike is like that because it's really lazy. It's really mm. mean. Like, it's, it's a mean yeah. film that decides it wants to make fun of people. What else? And just, it's it's really trying to just get a reaction out of you by doing the dumbest thing it can do. Like, like a boy who gets up on a table. Boy or girl, let's be, let's be inclusive here. Can get up on yep. a table and start flapping their butt around in order to mm. get attention from all the teachers and all the other kids. Making fart sounds with their armpits. Yeah. As opposed to the butt that's out. That's busy. <laughs> that's, that can't be making <laughs> fart sounds. It's occupied. So you got to use your arm. Can't do it at will. <laughs> it's like that. Those are the movies we really dislike. So I guess from a family-friendly yeah. movie, I was hoping for something a bit more purely bad. <laughs> Experimentally yeah, bad. Yeah, something that crashed and burned. Yeah. It was fine. It oh, was... did a plane thing. Oh, it's a plane thing you've done. I didn't do it on purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're worse than Peter Travers in every way. No, you're right. It just, it was fairly, it was, you know what it was? It was uninventive. Yes, exactly. Everything it introduces, you can predict how it's going to play out. And if you've seen a few of these kinds of movies, there's nothing really surprising to get your interest yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a nice message. You know, it's a message about a good guy who's unassuming and yeah. is, is following his dreams. And it's not completely unearned because he, he earns it through good deeds to other people. And it, it's all about people coming together rather than being the lone wolf. And, and it's a good message, but it sure. doesn't bring anything new to it. It's just yeah. nice, nice guy wants to win and does win. Yeah. There's nothing challenging about it, because if you think of yeah. my favorite trilogy of uh, kids' movies is Toy Story, soon to be a quadrilogy, mm. I guess. Each one of those movies has a really challenging message to it that says, mm. here is a really uncomfortable truth about the world, but here's why it's okay. Yeah. The first Toy Story, the message is, maybe you can't be the person you want to be in life, but you can still be someone pretty good. That's mm. a big message. Because so much of kids' stories is about you can be anything you want if you try hard enough. Buzz Lightyear yeah. can't be anything other than a toy. He is a toy. Yeah. He can't be a spaceman. Yeah. But he can be a really good spaceman. And he can mean a lot to people. Yeah. That's huge. Um, Second Toy Story, your relationships might not last forever. <laughs> yeah. But they're still worthwhile. Eventually, Andy yeah, is wow. going to get tired of his toys. And that's going to be painful. But it doesn't mean you shut yourself off. I mean, I can't handle mm. that message, let mm. alone kids. And then the third one is, um, it's okay to move on. Yeah, it's okay to accept change yeah. and be with new people when old people go away. And that's and not everything can be Toy Story and have these incredibly difficult truths about life delivered in such meaningful ways for kids. But no, it's a shame not to try. And the message here is just, if you try really hard probably win yeah i mean the, the message is fine. you try really hard at something you're good at you'll you, yeah you'll probably win <laughs> something and you're already good at you know which again isn't isn't bad i would prefer that to we can all be winners at anything we want to do because it's it's unfortunately it is unrealistic oh, you're like a to... brad bird type <laughs> look some kids are special well yeah look some some kids are good at maths and some kids are good at running and <laughs> yeah all different you know, it's special is what i yeah yeah which which is a like really cool true empowering message and if you and, take anything you know, it... else away from this podcast it's that butts are funny but if you take two things away <laughs> it's that everyone is really good at something even if that is just watching back the security footage and noticing a really creepy little trick that'll help your friend win a race thanks <laughs> thanks garrett headland thanks chuck well he also i mean he also did merchandise so he's good at two things but most of us will only be good at one thing yeah and I know that, you know, we're still looking. <laughs> we'll find it eventually. It's obviously yeah. not this. <laughs> or anything else up until today. But we, we're getting there. It's, it's just process of elimination. I mean, I, I wasn't aware that Planes was badly reviewed because I just expected it to have the sort of Disney stamp of approval. Because when you look at modern modern Disney Pixar, you've got Inside Out, Coco, Moana. Oh, God. Gotcha. Uh, you know, they, they all have really important, profound messages in there. Yeah. I mean, especially Inside Out is just... 
it's one of the smartest films mm. let alone for kids it's it's just it's just very intelligent and well thought through yeah. and has a really positive but difficult message in there mm. this century is the time for this kind of animation i think and planes is a step back it is i, I, I think i was aware that cars and its spin-offs were less were less highly regarded than other sort of disney projects yeah. of late um i am surprised to find because everyone i know has always told me that cars is not a good thing i looked it up it's quite well regarded it's well regarded yeah it has like uh, well mid-70s reviewed. reviews i really can't remember it i, I to, to be honest i haven't seen it Here's something I can warn against for any young listeners listening. I got to a point in about 1998 when Toy Story 2 came out. Me and my family mm. went to go see it, and I suddenly felt a little bit embarrassed about wanting to go see a kid's film. I was 10 years old, and I didn't want to <laughs> be the one to admit that I really wanted to see Toy Story 2. And after that, even though I loved Toy Story 2, I became too embarrassed to ask my family if we could go see kids' films, and instead tried to go for... I mean, my mother kind of fed into this as well, because she used to find kids' films quite irritating, so she would say <laughs> things like, aren't you too old for these movies by now? And she's been saying that since I like, we were five. Um, but yeah, I missed out on a whole decade's worth, because I didn't come back until Up in 2009. Mm. That was when right, okay. I got over that stigma. It's like, you're 21 years old now, you should probably be okay going to the cinema to see whatever you want. Yeah. And then I went in and some kid at the back was like, ha 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 ha, you're in a kid's <laughs> film. You're here too. <laughs> I'm always here. Here are the movies I didn't get to go see at the cinema because of that stigma. I didn't get to see Ratatouille, mm. Wally, oh, Cars, yeah. Incredibles. So I'd advise against that. Kids films are for everyone. Well, most mm. of them are. Some of them are. If it yeah. looks fun, go Well, see I think it. what what saved Cars from what seem also seems mm. like a fairly rudimentary plot with nothing new to it was Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, absolutely, he was the main, he's the, <laughs> ki- the king of that film. Um, yeah, it, it's wow. probably it's probably just performances, wow, and script. You know, it, it just makes it. A, it's just a little bit more entertaining. I'm sure the jokes land a little bit like yeah. harder and faster. Whereas Do they come in for a landing. No. Oh. They 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 you just they stay rever- up there until they, they run reverse. out of fuel. Yeah, they reverse, <laughs> they reverse uh, before exploding in front of the sun. No, they reverse very neatly into in, into a garage and uh, close the door. And the bonnet is just an inch from the door. It's very, very satisfying. Young listeners, I don't understand this analogy. <laughs> Cars. You're not alone. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, wow. So, <laughs> indeed. Wow. So, when you, when you are... If you're doing a film that is just basic, and it feels mm. like sometimes a lot of comedies have a very, you know, very basic narrative, the jokes really have yeah. to work. And they, there's one or two in this, but really the, the jokes for me, the jokes for me are the kind of, they're jokes for the adults, but they're, they're not actually thought through. They're just sort of vague innuendo and... Yeah, and they don't really work or make sense. So you kind of go, oh, I think that was meant for me to make make me not hate watching this kids' film, but <laughs> n- n- none of them work. So they they pitched it below kids' intelligence level and below adults' intelligence level as well, <laughs> which is which is a shame. Planes is a perfectly fine little film that um, yeah. it has some really fun aerial combat sequences, or not aerial combat, but like racing stuff. Mm. That's fun and it has yeah, some characters. True. It just I didn't find it very funny, um, and no. it wasn't very ex- exciting or interesting. It no, didn't do anything particularly daring or you know unusual. Which you know when you get to have seen as many films as the Pool Boys have mm. becomes a really important thing. It's you quite want to a see lot. Something different. Tens yeah. of films we've seen, and I think we've it, seen at least I, five. What one other thing is again thinking about being immersed. The animation as well didn't really do it for me. There are a couple of really nice no. backdrops, but there's a. I was saying yeah. this to you the other day. There's there's this sort of era of kids' movies and TV shows that seem to come out after realizing that things could be animated in a very basic, computer-generated mm. way. Uh, they've revamped a lot of old shows. That I mean, yeah. Fireman Sam, which was what clay yeah. claymation stop motion. Um, stop motion it was, would have been. It's now computer-generated. Tank engine. Yeah. yeah. Computer-generated in the yeah the flattest way, just very lackluster animation. When I when I was in China, pretty much every kid show was just animated in this sort of Windows Movie Maker way that was just clearly character templates. It's very sanitized, really, and it's in a way sanitized in a way that isn't really helpful for kids. Like I remember the gnarly kind of grisly stuff from when I was a kid. You know, we watched Watership mm. Down. Mm. When we were kids, and we watched things like Postman Pat, which occasionally had some really low-tech special effects that were quite frightening, like when an mm. evil train showed up and he's got like a really nasty face on the front of it. And it's like, ugh. You mean Thomas the Tank this? Engine? Yeah. What did I say? Postman Pat. Oh, Postman Pat had some scary stuff as well. <laughs> not just not train related. 
One time, <laughs> he goes to deliver a, a parcel. No one in. Ah! <laughs> How's he going to explain this one to head office? It's, it's right, a recession. A hedge. There are restructures and people are losing their jobs left and right. And what am I going to do if I can't keep up my 100% record? Now, now, Pat, <laughs> says Jess the cat. It's only <laughs> so it's just the cat suddenly able to speak. It's only because you're getting old and you're you're outdated that you're falling behind. There's nothing you can do about it. It's important you've also, messages. You've also been taking dangerous psychotropic drugs, which is why I'm able to speak to you now. <laughs> you've got to sort yourself out, Pat. Come on, <laughs> come on, mate. For me, please. <laughs> For me, just just the black and white cat. But I mean, which is not to say that all kids' animation nowadays is terrible. It's demonstrably not true. But there's there's a mm. sort of you know we've got Adventure Time for a start, which is oh god, yeah, just the best thing ever. Unbelievable. There's loads of really really cool stuff, but it's just this. There's a certain yeah, and you you, you know that Planes falls into this because it was intended as a straight to DVD movie. Yeah, and I think there's there's an element of of just getting it out there mm. as well. There's a function. It's functional. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, to resume yeah. the conclusion I was attempting about 10 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, sorry. It's... It was a... <laughs> just, rem- just remember that was the thing I wanted to say. No, it's good. I like it. So, yeah, it's fine. Let's quick fire. <laughs> John Goodman. <laughs> ah! Sarge! Why You're have you done this to our us? Side. I'll never fly again. <laughs> For kids. <laughs> This is going really well, I think. Some of the aerial shots had like this fixed camera, like it was it was filmed as if there was a camera mounted on the plane. So yes. the plane is staying still, but the background is swirling around, very much like the work of a certain Mr. Christopher Nolan. Has mm. that seen Dunkirk? Um, no. What, what are you teaching the poor boy? Take him to Dunkirk immediately. The beach and the film. One the beach first. Got to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in a family like clipper in the middle of a storm <clears throat> and tell him to get over there. Or a British serviceman will die. We'll get Mark Rylance on the boat, and then when he watches the film, he'll be like, "What? Him? Is this is in the boat? He was real." Um, yeah, there were some really cool like camera angles on the plane, digital, yeah, camera angles, virtual camera. Um, angles. yeah, building on that, there was specifically the training animation where Skipper's telling him to do these uh, radials, yeah, these like radial turns between these silos mm. it keeps doing the slow-mo and the like logistics coming onto screen of 45 degree angle now and it's <laughs> it's yeah it's like a it was yeah very dynamically shot i thought that was very good yeah definitely i did quite like el chupacabra saying to the guy you have been shamed followed by yes. a somewhat lame follow-up line i hope i can get over it oh i just did but still i like you have been shamed i liked his follow-up line without him hanging a lampshade on it but then he did hang a lampshade on it. He had it behind his back. Okay, so if it had just been, I'll try to get over it. Yeah, it would, would have just been a nice sort of dry British... Oh, I love uh, that dry British repost. humor. It's like an unused sponge. <laughs> it's, it's not very British to then go, oh, wait, I just did. That's, <laughs> that's, that's American humor. Come oh, on. Come look, on, everyone. We could all do better than that. Disclaimer, I don't really think that about my favorite American comedians. <laughs> I just regular before. people. I liked how the you know the insults and idioms were all mechanics related. Oh, like, yeah. oh, he's just he's an old crankshaft. Don't listen to him. It's world building, you know. <laughs> and you know, I liked it when the boat was called the USS Dwight D. Fliesenhower. Yeah, that's fun and dumb. And um, <laughs> when they're on the Fliesenhower, and this like commander is being told a civilian plane's landing to refuel, he just goes ah for flying out loud. <laughs> like, oh, that is that's quite good. Cute. It's good. <laughs> Germany looks pretty. It's a nice lake, yeah. and there's a castle, yeah. which apparently is meant to be Neuschwanstein, although it did mm. look to me a little bit like Hohenzollern. But um, Ho- okay. Hohenzollern is landlocked and not by a lake, so yeah. Oh, I okay. I guess they knew what they were doing. Again, building building on that, I I love the um. There was the shot in China when they're going through these sort of canyons, and all these dudes are out on the boats. Yeah. In the, it's like an early misty morning. That's a really pretty shot, and there was something a part of the Indian scenery as well, which looked really good. Um, yeah, nice standout moments. Yeah, I thought the unf- the sort of unfolding car was cool. You know, with oh the yeah, plane yeah, thing. definitely. It's yeah. weird that he doesn't come up again. I kind of thought we were introducing this character so that he would be significant in some way, but I don't know when he's just a car and suddenly his like wings like come out and start snapping around like a transformer. Mm. I mean, uh, that was it, isn't it? It's, it's he's there to be a toy. Oh, oh I see. there it is. Anyway, I bet he's a pretty cool toy. I like that toy. I'm gonna buy it now. I like that toy. <laughs> if I if I if I bought toys, I'd buy that. <laughs> I do buy toys. I'm buying it. Well, no, no buys toys. I'll buy it for her. <laughs> no buys toys. Be mine. So I'll buy it. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a paradox. That's how relationships work. <laughs> 
They're great. Um, Get all the toys you I want. D- I did like... <laughs> <laughs> Only reason. <laughs> Only reason, Alfie. Just did it for the toys. I liked Dottie, Terry Hatcher's character. Mm. Um, she had a, a nimbleness to her. For all, <laughs> of, all, of all the characters in the film, she had the best character animation mm. her forklift arms helping her gesticulate and yeah. nimble like zipping around and doing these nice tight <laughs> circles and it felt like the best realized character yeah everyone else was just like a block of thing <laughs> that moved when the animators moved them india looks nice yeah and it was an unusual angle of the taj mahal they showed because it occurred to me usually when they show the taj mahal mahal it's only straight dead on from the front taj mahal taj mahal <laughs> taj mahal barely know her darling what is, is this frightful thing it's a Taj Mahal, darling. <laughs> awfully dirty. It's almost, almost always yeah. from the front. Yeah. You know, you don't get the sense that it's actually like a cube. Yeah, I mean, it it's stock like. image, right? Exactly. But it seems like whenever they set something there, like yeah. pixels or something else that's brilliant, <laughs> it's just the same yeah. angle they show. And here you get to see it from above. Yeah, yeah, around yeah. it a bit. There's a bit of an internal shot looking out. It's, yeah, you get a bit yeah. more of a sense of the thing. I guess that's, than usually. that's yeah, what happens nice. when you don't fly to India to shoot the Taj Mahal. You just have to go with the, the Getty Images <laughs> thing. Wow, I can't believe we're here in India. What do you think, Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah, I hope we don't have any curry. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Thanks, Adam Sandler. You're Thanks a gem. for coming. I'm the cultural ambassador to India. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Are you enjoying one of our oh, greatest monuments? <laughs> the, the, the Fart Mahal. Oh, nice. Hey, hey, write that down. I want that in the movie. <laughs> in, in, in my movie, here comes the boom. <laughs> Fonzarelli had a cool, no-nonsense face. At all times, you know, he, he was very much, oh, yeah, I'm a plane. <laughs> I, I appreciate people who feel that way about being themselves. Oh, you hated this. I quite liked it. The rendition of Love Machine. Oh, that won God. over, yeah. <laughs> that won over, Julia Louise Australian. I'm just a love machine, and I won't work for nobody but you. Yeah, I just I, I like the instrumentalization of it. Yes, I do agree. It's kind of lame that they didn't have an original song and that he just sings. Love Machine. Maybe you could sing it in Spanish. That might have been better. Yeah, it worked for So Georgie. <laughs> but, I, 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 yeah, no, the instru- instrumentalization, the, the, <laughs> the, the composition. The, That's how that so, word is pronounced. The, instrumentalization. The, <laughs> <laughs> the songification of that song. It was good. Do you ever go to like those weird pop concerts, a school or a village or a town might put on when, when you're a kid? <laughs> and it's like, I, I went to one once when they went, hey, who here likes five? Well, we've got... <laughs> Four. <laughs> We've got the cover band who does five songs, everyone. Yay! And you know, even They're kids. Seven. Yeah. It's rubbish. <laughs> it's horrifying. What's in the box, everyone? No, and, and, it, and it's it's like even kids can see through that. But it was the kind of nonsense. And for me, that that song was very much a <laughs> eh eh. This was had a very cheap license to it. This will do. Yeah, fair enough. I liked it. Anyways, some good things. I really like Skipper's design. You can see the plates and rivets on him, and it's um. Like all the bolts that are keeping him together. <laughs> well, everyone else had a very smooth sort of exterior that lent to that really cheap look. Skipper didn't. Skipper, Skipper was made. <laughs> don't make him like that anymore. Maybe that was it. That's what they were getting at. Yeah. They don't, they don't make him like that <laughs> this anymore. This whole thing is a critique Good. of modern plane design. <laughs> Surprise. Good message. When Dusty crashes into the water, the underwater mm. photography, again, virtual camera, Looks really good. Mm. I like him under there. There's good use of light. It's um, yeah, some of that dynamic color and light that we want to see yeah. in animation. Yeah, I actually think the water looked pretty good in this. Yeah, it obviously, did. it's it, it looks more convincing than most films that try and CGI water. And yeah. obviously, it's easier when you're animating the rest of the the world around the water. There's not a, as big a contrast. But um, yeah, no, looked good. I was yeah. impressed. <laughs> I like Skipper's assistant, his little helper dude, carting him around. <laughs> When Skipper comes in and says that he's oh, going to yeah. train Dusty Crop Hopper at uh, 0500 and, and Dusty goes, 0500, what's that? And his little dude just turns around as he's leaving the, the um, hangar and goes, 5 a.m. <laughs> that was very Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. The, a toe a line between all very good things. <laughs> Never quite hitting on any one of them. I did quite like the line um, when um, El Chupacabra introduces the idea that he's brought a part for... Um, yeah. Dusty to use And he says What's that? And he said That is my lunch <laughs> Yeah I enjoyed that I like that You may not have that I like that Dusty's Stalling Which he does when he Reaches a certain height And chickens out yeah. Or rather His chickening out And swooning When he reaches a certain height Is presented as stalling yeah. It's a really cool Analogy 
Yeah. Metaphor. <laughs> uh, plum out. Ah, okay. Uh, I've got a, just a few more. Okay. The, the flash of light and cut to white as Dusty almost collides with a train. It was, I, I did go, ooh, ooh, when it happens. Oh, yeah, me like, too. Oh, yeah, that was quite yeah? good. The line of chugs. He's very bad at in- motivating his friend, and he usually gives very poor pieces of advice. Yeah. When they're discussing his uh, unsuitability for plane racing mm. and how, you know, he will just explode if he does it. Chug goes, ah, oh, proud of you, man. Nothing better than dying doing what you love most. It's just <laughs> t- terrible bit of advice. <laughs> just let it all go. <laughs> go into the light. The second World War II flashback really did look good. <laughs> it was really well shot. It looked like a proper film about the thing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, props to that. And finally, when... He now I'm pretty sure he's talking to Ripslinger about this because mm. he ends up having like a whole bunch of manure or dirt on him or something. And mm. uh, Dusty, as he's going off, Dusty calls after him. You need to go home and wash up twice. It's a great insult. It's adding twice. To <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> Excellent. Did we get anything from our tremendous, powerful fan base? The OG team. The OG team. It's a thing we do, Alfie. This is a segment. OG team. No. Oh. Is that because no one had seen Planes? Who also has Twitter and follows us on OGT Pod? Or was is, is that a veiled dig at me and my family? Probably. I don't know. Do they hate us all? I'm going to say, say yes. yes. Are we going to get revenge? I hope so. All right, then. In that case, what we're going to do now is talk about one better thing. The one better thing. John Goodman. This is the movie that we think is superior to the one that we just watched uh, for the podcast. So, my one better thing. I don't think that we have yet on this podcast discussed the work, the sterling work, of Cartoon Saloon. The extraordinary Irish animation film and television studio who have made three feature films, all of which are utterly fantastic. Ah, Um, The first is called The Secret of Kells, and it's about a young boy who lives in a little uh, village in Ireland where there is a very important monastery, where a really important book is being written and illustrated. Um, And then their most recent film is called The Breadwinner, which is a a film for a bit slightly more mature audiences about... um, It's about a girl who lives in a country that's going through a very hard time. She's living in Afghanistan, and... um, there's a lot of turmoil, a lot of bad things are happening, and her father is taken away. And in order to um, make sure the family has uh, food that they can eat, she has to disguise herself as a man, because the society she lives in doesn't mm. let women go out on their own. So she pretends to be a man mm. to go out and sell things, and it's just about her life there. The film I think is the most accessible to newcomers would be Song of the Sea, mm. which is a wonderful animated fantasy film about a young boy who doesn't like his sister very much, um, Sersha, who oh. um, she can't talk and he doesn't like her. But it turns out that she's actually a Selkie. And a Selkie is an Irish folk fairy who um, is half seal. And there's an evil Celtic goddess called Maka, or I think it's Maka, it's pronounced. Um, hmm. That sounds Irish enough. Maka. Correct us, everyone. <laughs> Come on. Do it to our faces. Ben has to travel with um, his sister in order to try and free these weird little creatures, these fairies. And it's just beautiful. All of the films are hand animated. They have a lot of humor Mm. to them, as well as taking on some pretty big themes. And yeah, there's just a lot of beauty and um, sweetness to them. And I highly recommend um, everyone give them a go. Cool. Yeah. Well, for me, again, I'll be speaking quite broadly, probably even broadlier than you. Um, The underdog (laughs) story is tried and tested. The key is doing it smart. Doing smart. it wicked smart. Are you going to yeah. recommend Mean Machine? <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dyer's <laughs> hit animated comedy Mean Machine. <laughs> Fortunately for us and Danny Dyer, uh, Disney Pixar has bum loads of stories about good or unassuming characters doing amazing things. Uh, Finding Nemo, Wally, Inside Out. I hear Brave is amazing. Um, but then outside of that, you've also got Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, How to Train wow. Your Dragon. Um, you know, they each bring something special to the fray in terms of story and animation. Important to emphasize, sorry, that those aren't Disney. But they each bring something special to to the story and animation. And the theme of them is, again, focusing on, focusing on your strengths, what makes you special and fighting for that with everything you have. And again, a key difference between this, these, all of these and planes is the arc. Dusty doesn't really have an arc. Hmm. He's good at things. He learns that some people don't like him and 
and then he learns to fly high. Mm. But it's not the deepest of character developments. Whereas in all, all the others, they are really, really satisfying. Huge mm. payoffs. And uh, yeah, just way, way better means of spending your time. So that was the one better thing. The one better thing. John Paul, how can people find out about the one good thing? Thanks firstly, of course, to my dear sweet bro, Alfie Goodman, who uh, one day dreams of becoming a podcaster like his big brother. Um, <laughs> you see it in his eyes when he's out socialising with the other children. and, and um, <laughs> He's elsewhere. He's thinking of the cloud. He'd be a bit more like me, his old, horrible, gnarled brother. <laughs> the pulse in the basement. It's what we refer to Australia as. <laughs> the ba- basement of the world. Sunny basement <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Which is where all the spiders are. Now I think about it. <laughs> oh god, it all makes sense. Oh. <laughs> Never be like me, brother. <laughs> Choose a different path. I was once like you. <laughs> now I am boat. Now, <laughs> now I can't stop abbreviating things. But <laughs> that is that is the plight of us in the bin of the world. Australia. <laughs> Thanks, Alfie. It was really fun doing a, a family friendly episode, and I hope this has gone down well and uh haven't left anything in. It was really weird or bad. But if you, Alfie, <laughs> or anyone else wants to get in touch, you can do so on Twitter at OGT Pod. Probably not Alfie, actually. You probably shouldn't have a Twitter account. Facebook <laughs> at OGT Pod. Send us an email at Gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com. That's the one for you, Alfie. OGTPod at gmail.com. Yeah. FaceTime me, mate. I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that is. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one good thing about Disney's planes is that it'll definitely keep a two year old on a sofa. Two and a half year old. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.